There are 39 milahot which constitute forms of work forbidden on the Sabbath. It's the why behind the way we do the things we do. Join Rabbi Musha Schnurb now for Hilchos Shabbos, only on 101.9 High FM. This is Soul to Soul on a Friday afternoon here in Johannesburg on a sort of nice winter's day in our, in our beautiful, in our beautiful city as we get ready for another Shabbos Kodesh, Shabbos Kodesh, Pashas Korach, yet another week without our, our shuls. We're now past the three, the three month mark of, of not having, uh, of not having shuls and, uh, Situation at the moment, as I'm sure you're all aware, is, 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 is quite, quite serious. Unfortunately, the, the, the pandemic has hit even our community. There are people that, uh, that uh, we know that, that, uh, are, are suffering and, and therefore we have to, uh, intensify. We have to daven a lot harder than, 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 than we have been on, until now. Obviously, uh, we haven't stormed the, the gates of Shemayim enough to get to convince that Kaddish Baruch Hu that he wants to make it all better and he wants to bring uh, Yeshua's and the Hamas to, to all of us. So we have to take the opportunity to, to really, to really, uh, 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 daven. As we find that Moshe Rabbeinu davened, uh, when there was a plague in, in, in the partial Moshe Rabbeinu davened to, to our Kaddish Baruch Hu that, that, uh, that it should be taken, that it should be taken uh, away and, 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 and it's serious and we really, you know, we have to understand that our tefillah, you know, there's no one who can daven uh, a, a shachris, or if you've already daven shachris, hopefully, uh, or, or a mincha, like you can. Every, every single person's tefillah and every single, every single tefillah that every single person davens is, is, is unique. And, and we need to really, you know, stop taking it for granted. That's something we just do and get over with and go on with the next one, but, but really make each trill we have as an occasion, as as a as an opportunity to really pour our hearts out to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And when we say the bracha of Rafainu, when we ask Hashem for Rafuah, when we ask Hashem for for Panosa, when we ask Hashem for all the things that that we need, have in mind also those everyone else who's suffering, many who don't have Panosa, never those who are those who are ill, and and we really hope that by by beseeching Hakadosh Baruch Hu and, and 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 storming the gates of Shemayim time and time again. We'll, we'll be able to, to convince the Rabbanish son that we really are serious about wanting to daven, about wanting to have a relationship with him. And Be'ez Hashem, he will bring about that all those who are ill should have a, an absolute refuah shleima and, and all those who need other Yeshua's and, and salvations and, and, and deliverances and all sorts of things should get them very, 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 very quickly. But of course also we just have to, uh, uh, look after ourselves and be very, very safe. You know, there's a, uh, still, uh, to go out when you don't need to go out unless you really need to go to the shops, uh, should definitely not be and, and, and hang around people one shouldn't be, one shouldn't be, one shouldn't be doing. We need to take all, we need to double and triple our, our precautions to make sure that, you know, because our TikTok we don't want to create a situation where we're making it easier for, for, for the Sutton, for, for the, for the Messiah to, 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 to spread. But what I want to speak about today was something, something different. Torah says that, uh, by, uh, Tiftach or it says, Pia, Kodach, we know, had this terrible, terrible argument with, with Moshe Rabbeinu. He challenged Moshe Rabbeinu. He challenged his Nebuah. He is, he basically was, was Kaifer. He denied the, 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 the dominion of Akarish Baruch and, 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 and the, and the, and the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu had been appointed by the Rabban Shalom as, as, as a Novi, as a Novi Yelakim. And, and, uh, started this rebellion. And his punishment was that, uh, we know he died in a way that had never ever been seen before in the annals of, of, of time. The earth opened up its mouth. And, and, uh, swallowed them up and their households. And all the people that were together with, 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 uh, with Koyach. And, and the Ramban, Explains what does it mean? All the people that were with Korah. So he says Korah had bought for himself servants and 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 maids and the whole entourage of, of around his 
around his family. He had some Mitzrayim, he had some people from Kush, he had some Kenanim, and he had bought them, he had purchased them. They were part of his, uh, of his, uh, of his family. They were part of the wealth, part of the portfolio, so to speak, that, uh, that Kairach, that Kairach uh, had. And, and, and they all were punished. You know, their bodies were punished and, and all their, their property was, was punished. And maybe there were even, he says, maybe there were even Yidin, who also, uh, 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 became part of his household. There were people living there. There were his Talmudim. There were his, uh, there were his, uh, you know, two ICs. And they also, and then they were drawn after, uh, appeal and Kairas charisma. And, and they were, and they were punished. But, but there's no allusion here to Kairas' own children. And in fact, what we know happened to the children of Kairach, Tara says later on, the sons of Kairach did not, did not die. Why, says Ramban? Because they were great people, they were they were big righteous people and they were very good people. And their merit stood for them, defended them, and, and saved them from this mass from this mass destruction. In fact, Rashi later on in Pasha's Pinchas brings on that Pasuk Ubne Karach Mesu that uh Karach's sons didn't die. Says They were the first ones actually to be involved. In, in the plot against Moshe Ben and joining their father, but while this machlekes was going on, they, they had this small thought, a little inkling at least of, hey, this maybe, maybe we'll be doing this wrong. Maybe it's not right for us to be arguing on Moshe Benu. And, and for a moment even they had this thought of tshuva in the heart. The fichof, therefore, nispatzalahem mokhem gavoya, Beginning, Hakadosh Baruch Hu erected a little platform for them, high up from the serious punishment of of uh, of Gehinim. The Yashvu Sham, and they and they they stayed they stayed there uh, in, instead of going going down with Korach all the way down to the Tahaim to the lowest and most serious level of of of, of Gehinim. What was what was this hero tshuva? That they suddenly, uh, that they suddenly had. So Chazal explained, the Chazal in the, in the Yalka Shemani says, what, what merit did the Bnei Korach have that they were, that they were saved? So it says, when they were sitting, they were sitting with their Korach father, and they saw Moshe coming. And they, they kind of hung their heads and, and hid them away so that he wouldn't, he wouldn't see them and he didn't know what to do. Amru, they said, Im If we stand up for Moshe Benu, as is completely appropriate, the God of Ador is coming and after he was even there, their Rebbe, he says, of course you have to stand, but if we stand up for Moshe Rabbeinu, so then we are you know, belittling our own father. Our father is in rebellion against Moshe Rabbeinu, and we're going to we're going to stand up. We're going to stand up for him. He's going to be so angry at us. He's, it's it's a complete uh, it's a complete spit in his face, so to speak. And, and we've been we've been we we've already been commanded about kibbutz of aim. There's an obligation to honor one's parents. On the other hand, if we don't stand up in in deference to kibbutz of aim for our father, but the Torah also says mipnei seva tokum. And has to stand up for for a Torah for a, for a Tamachava. So that was the dilemma. That was the, the crisis. Then, last, what should we do? Do we do we stand up or don't we stand up? So they said, "Mutav Rather, we should get up and stand up for Moshe Rabbeinu. Even though it's an act of rebellion against. Our father, and they stood up. At that time, their hearts were stimulated to do to do tshuva, and and about them 
David said, My heart sensed something good. Suddenly, they were moved, they were motivated at that moment to want to, to want to change, to want to do, to want to do tshuva. In other words, they had this tremendous doubt in their mind. Should they get up for Moshe And by doing that, that would be a complete act of, 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 of merit, of rebellion against their own, their own father. Or on the other hand, maybe they shouldn't get up for Moshe Rabbeinu in, in honor of their father, <coughs> but then they're, they're showing a disrespect to Kabbalah Torah, to, to the honor of, of the Torah and those who, those who learn it. What was it that gave them the power at the end to decide to get up for Moshe Rabbeinu? So, obviously, it must have been that the concept of showing honor and respect to the Torah was something that was already embedded into their very nature, was something that they had grown up with, was something that was part of them. Right? That since Kairach, Kairach was a very, very, very important person. Kairach was from the family of Kahas. Kahas was the son of Levi, who was given the incredibly important of job of carrying by hand all the various different instruments, all the various different kalim of, of the, of the Mishkan. No one else could do that, only that family. And Kairach himself was one of those who actually carried the Oran, the Holy Ark that contained the Luchas, that contained the Mon, that contained, that was the most spiritual artifact in the entire Jewish nation. Kairach was one of those who was Zoyche to carry the Oran. As in fact, the Chazar says, in, in the Medrash. Chacham Gadol Hayakarach. Karach was a tremendous, tremendous wise person. Right? And he was one of those who carried the Aaron. And we know that those who carried the Aaron, so they had to be so careful in, 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 in honoring the Torah Kadesha, which is, which is, which is inside, right? Any, any slight deviation or slight even lack of covered, or even just taking their minds off exactly what they were doing, that could cause an, an instant, an instant uh, death penalty. In fact, the Medrash, the Medrash says that the Fishaya Aaron Mechala We know that the Aaron destroyed some of the members of the Bnei Kayach, and that's why they were the smallest of all the families of the Yimshayim, it actually shortened their, their lives. And nevertheless, right, still, the Bnei Kos, it was such a, an incredibly opportunity, such a vaunted situation to be able to carry the iron. Still, the Bnei Kos ran to be able to do it, to, to, and they vied with each other for the privilege of carrying, of carrying the, the, uh, the, the iron all the, all, all, all the, all the time. Right? And, and that's, uh, that, that was the level that Korach was on, and that was the level that his sons, his sons saw, even though they, they understood what tremendous, tremendous, tremendous care had to be taken to show honor for, 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 for the Kurdish. Right? And, and that was all because they understood the power of, of, of honoring, of showing deference and respect for the Torah. And that was embedded in their whole family was what they spoke about at the Shabbos table. Oh, Boksham, I'm zechet to carry the arm. What a, what, what, what is chus that is for me? And therefore, when this tremendous, tremendous challenge came to them and they had to make this, this incredibly difficult decision that they had to make, so what kicked in? What kicked in was the, what, that which they were used to. They were used to hearing about, they were used to imbibing their whole lives, how important Kavanah Torah is. And therefore, when, when, when push came to shove, nature, you know, uh, uh, kicked in. That was what they knew. That was what they had been trained in. That was what they understood. And that was the value they had been, they had been uh, taught to, to, to venerate. And they rose to the occasion and stood up before before Moshe. Just to show us a little bit how powerful is, is the power of, of education, how it can literally save one's life. We'll be back in a moment. This is 11.9 High FM, soul to soul, on the greatest Jewish 
radio station in all of Africa. There are 39 milahot which constitute forms of work forbidden on the Sabbath. It's the why behind the way we do the things we do. Join Rabbi Musha Schnurb now for Hilchos Shabbos, only on 101.9 High FM. Chai FM, this is Soul to Soul on a Friday afternoon here in Johannesburg. Welcome to our show again. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for taking the time on a busy Friday to open your ears and open your minds and and hear and share with us some some words of Torah, some opportunity to grab an idea to maybe that will help you, maybe that you can share at at your at your Shabbos table with your own with your own family. And somehow be, be inspired. That's what we're here for. That's what Akash Broker has granted us this, this, uh, a vehicle of, of the media of, of being able to broadcast and, and, and spread the knowledge and, and the understanding and the love of, of Akash Broker to, for all of us and that we should all, each one of us should be inspired to, to grow, to want to become closer, to want to understand better, to want to know more about the Dach Hashem, to want to understand more into, into every parsha of the Torah that we're learning, into every halacha that we're, that we're learning, into, into really, uh, uh, maximizing the opportunities that, that we, that we have. As we always do at this point on the show, just to fill you in on the very important times and details you need to know in terms of this Shabbos, Shabbos, Kodesh, Pashas. Kodesh, today is the fourth day of the month of uh, of Tammuz. Shabbos, Kodesh begins today at eight minutes past five. It's already it's already getting getting much, much later. Eight minutes past five is the latest time for lighting candles, one but one certainly can already get them up much earlier as always, sort of certainly before 425, one can already start lighting Shabbos candles get a few extra minutes of Shabbos why not, it's free it doesn't cost a thing and look what it can add to you, look what it can look what it, can, it can upgrade your entire existence another 45 minutes of Kedusha another 45 minutes of, of separation and, and seclusion from, from that, the, the madness of, of this world and, and, and the, the kind of, uh, 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 pulling back into a, a sanctuary of Kedusha. Yoyminucha, Kedusha, Lahamcha, Nasata Hashem has given us this amazing day of, of holiness, of, of rest. And, and we can get a little bit more. There's, 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 you know, there's value added taklas, there's VAT for every single Shabbos that we can, that we can add on to our own lives. Let's not, let's not lose that opportunity. So the latest, the latest time though is eight minutes past five. Shkia. Then is at 5.26, and the earliest time one can really die, if he doesn't want to repeat the, the Krishna, then is at 5.44, 60 minutes before, before, before 6. Uh, tomorrow is, as I say, it's Pashas Parash Karach, and the normal, the normal Haftarah for Pashas Karach, <coughs> which is a very interesting read from the book of Shmuel, where Shmuel comes and, and kind of uh, uh, takes his vows again as a as a leader of of the Jewish the Jewish nation. There's some incredible incredible dialogue in that in that uh, in that discussion between Yeshua and and the Jewish the Jewish uh, uh, nation. Uh, tomorrow we'll read Pirkei chapter four, and uh, Shabbos Kodesh tomorrow night ends at six o'clock exactly on the button six o'clock Shabbos. Unfortunately. Is, is over and we go further into, into Tammuz. It's only, uh, the three weeks only starts a bit later, another, almost another two weeks, uh, Thursday, uh, a week is, is, is the, gonna be the 17th of Tammuz and the start of the three, of the three, uh, of the three weeks, uh, which must be something around the 9th of, of, of July or something like that. That's when uh, the fast of Tammuz and the commencement of the three-week mourning period will begin. So you have a bit of time till till uh, till there, uh, 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 and uh, yeah, to make it a momentous to make it a momentous Shabbos. Hashem's Korach sides the the revolution of Korach. There are other interesting topics in there. The the choice and and the duties of the Kainim and Levim in the Beis Mikdash are discussed at the end. At the end of the Pasha, lots, lots of, of, of stuff we can, we can really get into 
open our minds and 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 absorb. So we're talking here about the sons of 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 Kairach. So not only do we understand from here the, the tremendous tremendous importance of of displaying and showing covered covered atira, but we need to see also this one. This the major says they had one thought of doing of doing tshuva, one positive moment of inspiration and and like a, you know that lightning bolt moment. Wow, look what I can be! Look what I'm doing! And look what I where I need to be! And that already was enough to to uh, to to save them. And you know they were. They were, they were deep, deep, deep into this Omach Lekis. They were part and parcel of, of Kodak's camp. They were maybe leading advisors, you know, the, of the think tank that, uh, that, uh, that gave, uh, Kodak his motivation to, to carry on. And therefore really they should have been swallowed down into, into, you know, the lowest levels of Gehenim like their, like their father and like everyone else. But it's only because of this one thought, this one moment of inspiration of tshuva, they were, they were, they were saved. So we see how, how incredible, how important the, the, the potency of one moment of thinking about, about doing, uh, doing, uh, doing, doing tshuva that, that changed their whole, their whole example, uh, their whole, uh, existence. And <clears throat> how far does it in fact uh, extend? So we can see that what what not only were the Bnei Karach saved, but what did they what do they merit to? So it says that there there are merited they're counted amongst the forty eight Nivim that uh, that are, are, are listed of as a list of those who stood. Uh, 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 before the Jewish nation for posterity and, and gave messages that had universal significance to the entire world. As, as the, in fact, it says in, in, in Seder Olam. And, uh, from them came out descendants of the sons of Korah was Elkanah. Elkanah was the father of, of Shmuel, who was a Navi. And uh, we know that, uh, in fact, the Moses says that uh, Shmuel in his generation was equal to to Moshe, to Moshe and Aaron. So that was the future of of uh, of, of the Bnei Karach. Now, not only that, they they were zeichet to be one of the ten great men that uh, 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 who, in collaboration with them, David Melech wrote the entire the entire Sefer Sefer Tehillim. In those great moments, right? Uh, those, those, those amazing moments of arousal on the year when just before we're about to blow the shofar on on uh, on Air Rosh Hashanah, the minig of Yisrael is to say what capital? Well, we say that capital that the Bnei Kairach said, right? Why? Were they zeicher to all of that? Because of that one moment of tshuva, they got all of all of that. In fact, there's a medrash in in Tehillim, in the very first uh, uh, parak of, uh, of 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 Tehillim, where the medrash asks, "Alma, Alman, Koyim, Alma, who are the three people that keep this world going?" So the medrash says, "Al Shleishamudim." There are three pillars that keep the world going. Who are they? Isla Amre, some say Avram Yitzhak Yankov, the three of us who are the pillars that keep the world going. The Isla Amri, some say Hananya Mishal Vazaria, the great great prophets who, who, uh, who defied the Vukhadnetzar to bow down to his idol and, and gave their lives to be thrown in the fiery furry furnace and were miraculously saved by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Yisra Omri and some say Tzalosa B'nei Kayach, the three sons of, of Kayach. So obviously, the Ovis HaKadoshim who literally ran before HaKadosh Baruch Hu and, 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 uh, you know, they were the fathers of the whole, of the whole world. So we understand why, why they would be why they would be considered the three pillars on which the whole world stands. Al-Tayrav, Avoida, Gminus Chasarim, Avram is Chesed, right? Yitzchak is Avoida, Yaakov is Teferis, is, is, is Torah. That, that makes, that makes sense that they should be the three principal, uh, 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 
you know, people on whom the world is, is, is built. And even Hanani Mishova Azaya, right? They were mamish, moise nefesh, to be mekadish shem shemayim berabim. So it may be fun, but what did the Bnei Kairach do that merited to give them, according to one opinion, the privilege that the whole world stands on, on them? So Rabbi Shal Salanta explains, says, even though we don't have the, the beginning of a capacity to understand what, uh, what, why Kairach, who was such a clever and intelligent person, why he actually wanted to argue against Moshe Rabbeinu. How do we know that he was such a great uh, uh, piteach that, because uh, it says, when uh, when when a person has a certain a certain shita, a certain opinion, a certain way in life, and and uh, and uh, he's he's proven that uh, the what he's doing is 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 not correct, that he's actually made his made a mistake. That's 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 a terrible thing when a person is running after a certain way of life and built his whole life on it, and now he comes face to face with a blank wall and realizes that what he's been pushing, what he's been following, what he's been uh, devoting his whole life to is is just shekev the the chazav. That's a, that's an incredible, incredible, difficult thing to to do, right? So it's like a, it's like a, you know jumping into a fiery furnace. Karach knew very very well that he's playing the game of Russian roulette. The deal was very, very, very clear. There are 250 people that are going to bring a a a a a, a, a kateris, an incense offering, plus Aaron. And the deal is one wins and 250 die. That was the way it is. So, so, Karach uh, uh, knew. He was literally, he was playing with his, with his pension. He was playing with his, with his life. That and he saw all the nisim and the flores that have been done through Moshe Rabbeinu, but he he couldn't. He was so committed to his idea, to whatever 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 his his life uh, 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 strategy was, whatever his veltishon, whatever it was that he had built himself on. He was so committed he couldn't abandon it this time. And the sons of Karach, who were following, who were following their fathers. A, 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 a path, and they were involved in doing at the very, very last moments. Somehow, can you imagine the self-control? This is what they've been had drummed into the whole life about Moshe Benu, and I'm sure that uh, Karach every night spoke about his shittas and his his values and his way of seeing the world, and that was what they had to buy from the and from the cradle. And yet, in one moment, they were able to control themselves, and they were able to moide. That Moshe Rabbeinu was 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 correct, and that they had to stand up, and and there was no there was no way that anyone could 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 challenge Moshe Rabbeinu, and it was like at that moment they 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 committed suicide. They they completely differentiated themselves from everything that that had been valuable to them in the, in their in their whole life, and that all happened. One thought of tshuva, complete transformation of their of, of of their lives. So that's 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 something that is for us a tremendous, tremendous, tremendous a chizuk. It's 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 an encouragement even in these in these generations. Every single one of us, we have our moments where we're suddenly inspired, where we're suddenly aroused, where something happens. We hear something. We we hear, we hear an amazing shir or something happens to us, or it's a particular moment in in our personal life, or or in sort of the communal life. It comes a young kipper before before niyila. Everyone somehow gets that tremendous moment where you feel just so close to Akash Baruch We're saying ain't oig novada. We're saying there's nothing else but Akash Baruch is the easiest thing in the world in the world for us. We we all have moments like 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 that. And we have to realize the preciousness and, 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 and take advantage of those of those uh of those moments and, and grab them and, and and use them as moments to to, to change ourselves. I'm feeling something good, let's let's act on it, let's let's utilize it, let's let's take it as a way to completely uh uh uh, uh revitalize our our, our lives. In fact there's a there's an amazing 
Zayir HaKadosh. The Zayir says, how great is the compassion of HaKadosh Baruch Hu with, with everything he created. That even the greatest Russia, if for one moment he has a thought of doing, of doing tshuva, even if he not, never gets around to doing it and he dies before he actually does tshuva, so certainly he says he will have to ex- receive some kind of a punishment for the fact that he left this world without doing tshuva. But after that, that tremendous desire that he had, that one moment that he, had, that he wanted to do tshuva, that never gets removed from before HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu will fix for that person a place, special place. It'll have to be in Gehenna for a little while for the Averis he's done. But from there, he's going to come up and HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to bring him up because of the tshuva that he's, that he, that he's done. And it's going to break all the, it's going to break through all the different gates of Gehenna and he's going to get to, to the place where, 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 uh, 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 he's gonna leave. He's gonna leave. He's gonna come out of Shaul. He's gonna come out of, out of, out of Gehenim. And he's gonna rise up and come, and come. Because there's no, even one thought that gets lost from, from HaKadosh, HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And, and, and therefore, someone who even thinks positive thoughts of what he wants to do, of how he's gonna change, even if he, obviously, you can't just have the thought with no intention of fulfilling it. Obviously, one has to try to fulfill it. But the thought is so powerful that it, it, it can change your whole life in this world and your future life uh, around. That even though if you can't do them, HaKadosh Baruch Hu never forgets even one thought that a person has. And Hashem will consider that desire as if he's already done and done, done the, the, the tshuva. It's incredible to, to begin to understand the, the power of one thought of change, of one thought of, of improvement that a person might have in his own, in his own, uh, in his own life. So, so, uh, uh, and that, and that came from, right, that moment that the tshuva that the sons of Korach had, came from the education, came from that which they had imbibed in, in their youth, from that very same, from that same, from that very same home, from that came of Kayach. The, the concept of Kovarat stood in their minds as, as, as above any other value. And at that moment, it came, it came to the fore. That's how important Chinuch and education of our children to, to drum into them, to build into them the, the basic, the basic principles that are, that are really going to form the entire life of, of the child. And we have all this time where we're home with our, with our children and we have the opportunity to really make an impact. It's an incredible what it does for children where their mommy and daddy are around and, and they see them and they're interacting. It's not just always in a rush, always running somewhere. Now we actually have a time to talk to them and tell them. What are the things that we hold valuable? What are the things that we hold to be precious? What are the things that we want them to take with them into their lives and make the bulwark, make the, make the, the, the sort of the, uh, the hinge of their, of their very, very existence. The Gemara says that Chizkiah Melech, who was the father of Menashe, so he didn't want to get, get married. Why? Because he saw Ruach HaKadosh that he was going to have a child like Menashe was not a very good uh, child. So Yeshaya Novi said to him, well, why are you getting involved in the secrets of HaKadosh Baruch Hu? What you are commanded to do is a mitzvah for a man to get married. You have to do it. So Chizkiah asked Yeshaya that would, would you give him permission to marry your daughter? Maybe the, the joint zechus of, of both of us will be able to, to, uh, 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 cause that we have good children. So Yeshaya consented and they had some, they had some, uh, some good children. But, but, uh, he gave, uh, 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 he gave him the child and, and what they really got was Menashe 
and uh, Ravashka. Right? That both of them actually were, were, were Rishayim even in their, in their youth to such a point that Chazal say that one day Chiskiyo was, uh, riding them on their shoulders, was going for a walk with them on their shoulders to take them to, to the Cheder, to the Besamedrish. So, one of them said, look at, look at, uh, look at, uh, 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 daddy's head. Oh, daddy's head would be great to, to ra- to roast on it some, some fish. And the other one said, ah, look at, look at daddy's head. We could bring a, a carbon to Abayazara on, on our father's head. So Chizkiel threw them down off his, off his shoulders and, and Ravashka actually died. But Menashe actually stayed, stayed alive. And, and we know, we understand that those, if we had been we had seen Chizkiyo taking his sons on his shoulders and bringing them to, to, to the Cheder, what we would have said to him? Why? What, what are you doing? Why are you bothering taking these, these, these children to, to the yeshiva? You know that they're going to be nothing. You know that they're going to amount to, to nothing. They are a shame even from their, from their youth. And in fact, uh, 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 we know that Nasha was a terrible, terrible, terrible uh, a sinner, a terrible balavay de zara, and he put a tzelem in the in the in the in the in the, in the base measure, but an idol in the base measure. It's 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 frightening, right? And uh, so, what what was the point of of uh, of uh, of Chizkiyos Chizkiyos chinuch? But the Medrash says that when the custom Captured Menashe. The, the, the Rabbi Levi says that they put him in this huge cauldron of copper <coughs> and they, they started uh, boiling it up. And when he saw that things were getting a little bit warm under the collar, under the collar, you see, he started calling to all the Abedizoras. And he called them and he asked them, help me, help me. But since none of them helped, so he says, I remember when I was a child, my father used to read to me this pasuk in Shul. Pasuk said in Bashvashana, Batsalacha, when things are difficult for you, Umitsauka Kaladvama Ela and all these terrible things happen to you, Biachris Hayomim, Vishaftarashem Lakecha. Then you'll do Chuba Vishamatikoli. You listen to Hashem's voice. Kikel Rachum Hashem Lakach Hashem is merciful. Loyapka Loyazveka Ashkaseka will never destroy you, he'll never abandon you, Vila Yishkach Spisavasekha. He'll never forget the treaty he has with your your father. So says Masha, I'll call out to Hashem. If he answers me, good. If not, then he's no better than any of the other gods. And the Major says the Machia Shores were closing all the windows in Shemayim. And they they uh they did everything they can to stop Menashe's Philip from getting in. And and the Machia Shores said to Akadish Baruch, Ribanishalaylam, this person who served Avarizara and put a put a a a, a, a in the in the basement is you're gonna accept him for Tshuva. Says says Akadish Baruch, if I don't accept him, if I don't accept his Tshuva. So then, I'm, I'm basically making a statement that no one can ever do tshuva. What HaKadosh Baruch would do, he opened up a little window under the Kisya covered, and he heard his, his tefillah, and that's what Apostle says, Hashem, Hashem listened, listened to him. So, what happened at the end of the day, right, it, uh, it, that's what helped. The chinuch that he heard from Chizkiah didn't change his life. It didn't. It was wasn't a dictum that he that he followed his whole life. But at a moment of tremendous, tremendous stress, of tremendous uh, challenge, at a moment where his life was on the line, he, he reverted to what he remembered from from his youth. Let's take the opportunity to make sure that we're training our children, those we have an influence over, and teach them the right things, teach them the virtues, teach them the values, teach them the beauty of Torah, of Chesed, of Yerushimayim. And Bez Hashem, it'll be something. Gam ki yaskin Even when he gets old, he won't turn away from it. This is 101.9 Chai FM, Soul to Soul. We'll be back in a moment.
There are 39 milahot which constitute forms of work forbidden on the Sabbath. It's the why behind the way we do the things we do. Join Rabbi Musha Schnurb now for Hilchos Shabbos, only on 101.9 High FM. We're back on your radio here on Erev Shabbos. Thank you so much for joining us as we enter our last segment. We're busy learning the halachas of Cholamoyed and uh, very important concept on on Cholamoyed is that there's especially a mitzvah and an obligation for a person to study Torah on on Cholamoyed. And in fact, that's why HaKadosh Baruch Hu actually gave us Yomim Toivim. That's why he gave the Chagim to, to Christ. So was the way we had an opportunity to upgrade our learning that we should be involved in, in Taira in a situation of being happy, of being relaxed, of not being stressed by work and everything precious. We have this week off and it's a time to really get back to our roots, get back to our, to our learning. And that's the main reason why most activity, most work is forbidden on, on, on Cholomite. It's we should be spending more time with our Torah. As it says in the, in the Sefer HaChinuch, in, in Mitzvah Shin Chav Gimel, it says there, it says that, uh, it's, HaKadosh Baruch Hu didn't, uh, set up the days of, of Cholomite just so we could just carry on, uh, uh doing our, our, our work. Because Hashem wanted us to rejoice before HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and He means to say that we should gather together in the Bate Midrashas and we should hear discussions of, of Divratara. We should hear Shurim. We should hear things of, of, of that going to depth of the, of the Torah. In fact, the Gemara says in, in Sanhedrin, anyone who has the opportunity and the possibility of learning Torah and, and doesn't do it. So, uh, it relates back to last week's Pasha. He falls into the category of what it said in last week's Pasha. Ki devar Hashem baza. He has maligned, he has denigrated the word of Hashem. Yes, mitzvah soy far. And he's abrogated. Hakodesh Baruchus are mitzvahs. And, and, uh, and, uh, what we've discussed over here. That a person needs to divide up the, to the allocated time he has on days of, of, of Shabbos and, and Yantif have to be, you have to be budgeted. They have to be a, a portion. They have to be set aside. Right? When Gemara says, Chetzel Hashem, Chetzel Hashem, half the time for the Rabbani Shlom and half the time for you. In other words, a significant amount of time put aside for your eating, and, and you're drinking, and, and the other half of the day, one should be in the best manage, one should be, one should be a, a learning. And if that's so on actual, the days of Yomtev itself, that there's a mitzvah where we have quite big meals, we have, uh, you know, guests and, 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 and fancy meals that take a long time, and yet, we're mandated, well, okay, that's your time, now you still gotta find half your day for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. so certainly even more so, on Chalamoyed, they certainly have to set aside at least half a day to sit and learn and learn Torah. And therefore, the Chazal uh, Alon, and, and they actually forbade doing of, of business, of, of, of selling and, and buying and all kinds of, uh, all kinds of Shreira, uh, even though there's no, it's true, there's not actually necessarily any real Malacha involved. But you know, when a person gets involved in in business, so that's completely going to preoccupy him, and he's going to be worried all the time about all about this and that, and and he's going to work out, etc., etc., and his mind is not going to be not going to be clear, and it's going to totally ruin his ability to to enjoy and 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 celebrate uh, the simcha biyotif at all, and he's not going to be able to properly learn 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 Torah either. And we already know that uh, if you just sort of divide your day in half, so if you're going to set aside half a day 
for Akadish Baruchu. So that means, you know, let's say you sleep six hours. That means you have 18 hours awake. Means you have to set aside nine hours for Torah and davening. Okay, so davening takes a few hours on, on the yontem. Fine. Well, besides that, there's still quite a lot of time to get to your full nine hours and, and you need to set aside that much, that much time for, for, for learning. Okay. Okay. So at least, yeah, it leaves you after davening at least six hours to, to learn. And Chalmoyed, where the tefillah is a bit, uh, a bit, uh, shorter. It's a bit longer than weekday, but it's shorter than, than Yom Tov. So then you have more time available. Your 12 hour allocation has more time left. You can set aside even more time or more than six hours a day for, for learning in order to get to, uh, uh nine hours that, uh, that have to be set aside for Hashem. And that's reality. That's, that's, right? That's the, that's the practical, uh, uh, way to spend your chalmoid. Sometime for yourself to eat, to have outings, whatever it is, but serious amount of time for, for, for learning, for learning Torah. And in fact, that, uh, if we're not gonna do it, then really we don't need, we don't need, I mean, in fact, the, the Yushalmi brings down that Abba Bamamo says, right? If if there was someone who uh, would, would give me the authority to do so, I would I would allow people to go and do malacha on on chalmoid. Why? Because the whole purpose Chazal made malacha also was so that people should eat and drink and be happy and then spend time learning Torah. But now they just eat and they drink and they go wild. And they're not learning Torah. So what's the point? Rather, they should be going to work. Now, it teaches us that the, the issue of, of wasting time, of negating opportunity, of learning Torah on Chalamoyim is very, very serious, even more serious than the issue of doing work on, on, on Chalamoyim. I'd rather they go to work, he says, and waste the time that they're supposed to be, supposed to be uh, learning. And that's what Chachom said. These are my Yom Tov. In other words, at the time when you're doing mitzvahs and you're setting aside and, and, and treating the, the Yom Tov, right? By, by, by getting, uh, by getting together in the, in the Batachnesias in order to learn Torah, in order to hear Shirim. So then it says, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, ah, yes, these are my Tov. Yes, this is the way I like it. But if not, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, these are not my Yom Tov. These are my Adechem. These are your own Yom Tov. You're doing it for your own, for your own pleasure. And also, one says when this, this one Apikaris came to Rabbi Akiva, and who claimed and said, says, how do you, uh, how do you keep the, the mind and look at, look at you? And one, the, the, didn't Yeshaya and all these say, and we see on, on, on Shabbos Chazayin, Hashem says, I hate your Shabbosas. I hate your, your, your Rosh Chodesh. So why do you even do it? Says Rabbi Akiva, when we are doing it, Shabbos and just, to fill our own physical pleasures, and we're doing it just for our own benefit. You're right. Then they're not the Yom Tovim of our Kodesh Baruch. Then they're, then they're just for ourselves. And then it says, Son on Ashi. For that, those kind of Yom Tovim, yes, that Hashem, that Hashem hates. But if the days that are set aside for our Vodas Hashem and for, for learning Torah, then our Kodesh Baruch doesn't hate them at all. They're dear and precious to, to our Kaddish Baruch Hu in that, in that, uh, in that context, in that, in that situation. That's how important it is to spend the time of, of, uh, of, uh, of, uh, Yom Tov Chalmoid learning, learning, uh, 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 and that's all purpose of the, uh, of the, of, of the Yom Tov. Right? And a person shouldn't say, carries on the, the, uh, the, the Shlach Kaddish. He brings down that person shouldn't say, since I'm not anyway able to do mulacha, 
So I'll just eat and drink and I'll go out for outings and I'll enjoy myself. That's not the purpose of the Yom Tov. And Khalilah says to believe that. But the truth is, Yom Tovim were given to Israel only that they should be free from their work and therefore available to spend time uh, 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 learning Torah without any other preoccupation. And their, di- their days where a person has tremendous, tremendous ability to be, to be successful in his learning. There's a tremendous yata deshmaya for a person to be able to, to learn and succeed. And ever don't waste those opportunities. Yes, enjoy, eat and drink, but don't just do that. Don't just sleep and take hikes and forget about learning. Everyone should build into his schedule, uh, uh, the need to, to spend, to spend, uh, time in, in, uh, in, in, uh, and, and therefore, you know, Shlomo Melch says, I praise the, the lazy, the lazy people who, who don't run around, who don't feel the need to go on these exotic trips and hikes. Yes, you want to keep the children busy. Yes, you want to do things, but make sure to say, to set aside time that you're going to be able to sit and, and learn and to be able to keep that, that, that sheer and be able to make Cholmoy what it's meant to be, what it's supposed to be, what Akash Bok originally designated it to be. And, and then, and then the, then it becomes Maya Dai, then it becomes the Yom Tovim that the Banishlam loves and looks forward and, and, and wants to bring us close to him on those, on those, on those days. That's really all the time we have this week. I want to thank you all for joining us. I hope that we all gained something from, from today's year. Please God, it should, if, if nothing else, then it maybe enriches our Shabbos a little bit. It was certainly worth it for that. I just want to wish each, every one of you that you should have an inspired, a beautiful Shabbos with the, together with the family and, and, and yeah, take time to learn some of these amazing uh, principles that we see from, from Kairach and, and what we, what we should be doing. And unfortunately also we learn from Kairach a lot of what we should not be doing, let's take it to heart, let's make it real, let's make it an actual part of our, of, of our lives. And just thank you all for being part of our radio family. Thank you so much. And to each and every one of you, a good Shabbos.